0: in the end you want people to also be telling you um, anecdotal symptoms too yeah just so subjectively like whatever whatever and then okay like let's think about another cycle right so it's never going to be but people people won't come off and that's a problem I got, I got to tell you a story. Okay. Hit me. (laughs) So I went to the gym early this morning, obviously. Right. And I'm like, whatever. That was fine. It went great. I'm walking out of the gym. I fell on my ass.
1: What's that mean? Like the ice? I
0: full on slipped and fell. Like that's never happened to me. On the ice? Yeah. Like I totally, I was like, you know, most times when I slip, I like can recover. I slipped and fell right on my butt and like, like I was holding like a Kleenex because I was like trying to blow my <laughs> nose. Kleenex <laughs> goes flying. I land on my like hand. Yeah. I was like, I could have broke my wrist. Yeah. That would have been done. Yes. That was horrible. Yet another reason to get out of the cold. Yeah. I know. Like winter sucks. I literally fell. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't
1: remember the last time that happened to me.
0: Yeah. And it was so quick. It just, my foot just, I don't know. I thought the, the winter Crocs had my back. Jeez, I hey.
1: didn't. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't have any good stories for you.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't have anything.
1: Can't remember the last time I fell on my ass.
0: Anyway, his point is, it's like, I luckily still had body fat in my butt so that I could. Yeah. I feel like
1: a week out, this would be a worse thing. Yeah. Joints are dry. Yeah. Like you could hurt your leaner. And
0: also it's like, the reaction time in the moment, like I could have just had my hands up. I would still just fell on my butt. Yeah. But like the fact that I just had to go put my hand, I don't know. Have you had it anything hurt. like that where you've had a client with an
1: uh, accident, like outside of the gym where you're like, oh, I guess we're calling prep. You can't really uh, train anymore. It's a good question. And they're in prep. Like obviously if you're in the off season, like you get hurt, whatever.
0: Not in, um... Not anyone that I had to pull out of crap. No? No, it actually hasn't happened that I can remember right now, but. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it happens. Happened to one of. Uh, oh, for sure. One of, uh, someone we work with, but that was still in the gym, I guess.
1: Yeah. I mean like some, like something freaky, something weird or like a drunk accident or something.
0: Well, they're not drinking on prep. Yeah, I guess hopefully. It's different
1: than powerlifting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't be drinking on powerlifting prep either. No. No.
0: Yeah. What do you think about that? Alcohol, how alcohol would affect, because obviously we're not with bodybuilding, you're not um, drinking on prep, or at least you shouldn't be. But powerlifters, yeah. it's not nearly as intense. It's still, some follow a very regimented diet. And that's great yeah. for performance. Mostly you're trying to get calories in to fuel your lifts and be strong while being mindful of the weight class you want to be in. Right. Right. So um, what's your view on like alcohol and strength? I guess.
1: I think it's like less sensitive to changes compared to like bodybuilders because yeah. of you know, bodybuilders, body composition being so much more important and alcohol is like, I think it just influences body composition so acutely and so powerfully that you can't afford, forget about the calories, just like the hormonal effects of it. It makes sense that you can't really fit that in on a bodybuilding prep, but with powerlifting, while it'd be like, I think less influential on your strength, it's still like so I think it's just brutal. Especially if you're using drugs, because then like your liver's just getting bombarded from every angle,
0: you know? And I bet you a lot of the top pro power lifters aren't consuming alcohol. No, I think I think most people don't. Consume right? Because you have alcohol. like the you have yeah. the um
1: at least in excess.
0: You have the guys out there that are alcohol doesn't affect your strength at all. You can have it. Who da, says da, da, da. that? I don't know. Just Instagram people. Who? I don't know. Show them. I don't, I don't know.
1: know if that exists. It okay. definitely, we know it does, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see so that. Then, like, so
0: then now that obviously uh, weed has become legal in Canada. Yeah. Um, obviously people were using it a ton before. Mm-hmm. But now that it's so easily accessible, I feel like, well, I mean, I don't know. People are using it. Bodybuilders are using it. Yeah. Right? without realizing the effects it has with estrogen.
1: They probably use it, right? Because of the fact that it's calorie free and they're like, this is kind of free. Like if I I want to partake in some psychoactive substance, a lot of them are going to, at least when it comes to booze, I guess, and things that aren't harder, it's going to contain calories of some kind. Yes.
0: Yeah. So So they want to like, which I don't get because I like to go so hardcore that I almost am like, I don't want to have fun at all. Cause I want to just be like a hundred percent on prep.
1: Yeah. Right? You're like, if I'm not suffering, then it's not. Yeah. You just want it to hurt.
0: Yeah. I want it to hurt. I kind of <laughs> like, I like the extremes though. Right. So I like uh, the enjoying yeah. myself on the off season. Then I like the, but you have people that are yeah. smoking weed daily on prep. I mean, some of them, I guess aren't as affected as others. Do you right? think part of
1: that's the stim? Like the use of stims, like they're trying to counteract no, I think, that?
0: I think it's, uh, they want to relax at night. Some yeah. of them say they need it for sleep, which I don't agree with, but. Yeah, I
1: guess a lot of people just use weed in general, right? For stuff like that. Yep. It's not the, a bodybuilder hey, thing. it helps me
0: relax. Hey, it gets rid of my anxiety, which you can get more anxiety with steroids anyways. I think and mo- while dieting.
1: Yeah. And to be honest, like a lot of people in powerlifting and bodybuilding- Abuse drugs like yeah. performance enhancing drugs. Yeah. So, you know, if you have an addictive tendency with those drugs, you're gonna have an addictive. So it makes sense that you're kind of across different substances. You find that you're yeah. habitual, yeah, or a habitual user. Like I think, yeah, that is kind of Cause, a weird one. Because those it's are like the like same people, people that addicted say, for sure. Right? Oh, for sure, they say. Yeah.
0: But these are the people that are like, weeds not addicting. They're also the ones that are like steroids aren't addicting, but they for sure are right mentally right because oh if i'm off gear i can't train at all yeah i i don't i have no motivation to go to the gym at all i could see that it's just i could
1: see that right they're like
0: oh i'm just gonna like immediately lose all my size it's It's like kind of like bro that's not how muscle works
1: (laughs) it's kind of like the version of uh like when you start training and you get into the pre-workout game, yeah. and you're like, oh, I'm going to cre- Popeye's or GNC. Careful, what's that? The creatine game. No pre-workout game. Pre-workout, pre-workout first. Oh yeah, you take oh. pre-workouts. Yeah, when you're starting at the gym, you go get a pre-workout, go buy C4, and I'm like, oh, I love this. this. is fun. And then you you can't not take it now. Yeah, you know it's the same thing with gear. I guess for a lot of people, it's like yeah, it's like that's now part of the ritual, and you feel your best on it. It makes sense. Like why would you? Why would you willingly prefer not feeling better when you train? So it makes um, sense. It makes sense. That it's addictive. you
0: would not willingly do that for your health.
1: No, that is you the weird to, part.
0: Y- you have to, you have to know that, um, once you get off for what they're calling like a health phase mm-hmm. that you will go on again, hopefully right. assuming everything is feels or uh, Like blood markers and whatnot. Yeah. yeah, Or that if you have blood markers that are out of range, that you fix them. Yeah. Because a lot of the ones that are out of range for people that I've seen tend to be um, red blood cell and hematocrit, which is um, usually from orals um, causing increased red blood cells, which makes sense, right? From, Mm -hmm. um, is proliferation the right word? Yeah, if it's growing. Yeah.
1: Yes. Wow, it's a big word for you. <laughs> that's you a did it. <laughs> word for <me>. I'm proud.
0: <laughs> Whoa. And you're the um, one with a degree, so you yeah, should know these I things. I didn't get an English degree. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. But uh, so that's an issue. Which in that case, you donate blood, yeah. and it obviously helps. Mm. Um, obviously, liver enzymes. But I've seen natural athletes with elevated ALT just because of the the intensity of their training. Which, if you have A doctor that's well-versed in sports medicine, they will also say that. Yeah, that's pretty typical, right? That like if you're training regularly
1: and hard that your ALT liver enzymes will be high.
0: And it it won't be like jaundiced level. Like it won't be like actual liver elevated, right?
1: But within normal range.
0: But something that you should still work on. Like I still think you can do like a liver protocol and bring those levels down to normal right ranges while still keeping the training intensity high, especially with what we know about like uh, liver
1: health and how exactly. if it's backed up. It can have like some downstream systemic effects yeah. on other systems that it makes sense. Yeah. If you can improve your liver's ability to detox and, yes. and whatnot, then it makes sense. If you can yes. bring that down a little bit, you're probably better off and I think just all around
0: controlling and like helping the liver um, will also then help with there's, um, was it the EGFR, the kidney markers?
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. um, obviously those can be affected. I'm just thinking of the things I've seen out of range. Um, right. The creatinine. Yeah. Uh, that's usually super for high creatine. for, or for tr- people training right. in general. Right. Because that that's still
1: a marker for kidney function, right? A little bit?
0: I think so, or, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's in the, um, I think it's in the urine mm-hmm. part of it. Yes. Um, and then what else would be out of range usually? I'm trying to think.
1: I don't know. Sometimes calcium can be, right? Some yeah, of, your, calcium, some of your, minerals, um, your minerals.
0: I had a client that uh, their B12 was like really high. Was that a diet thing though? Yeah, probably. But like.
1: Or trace amounts. I've heard behind. that too. Sometimes that can be from trace amounts. So like I vitamins. actually asked
0: them like, are you doing a B vitamin or whatever? Just stop it. Like, yeah, I don't think it's high. I actually don't know this. High B12 or high Bs is that they're water soluble. Yeah, but it can be problematic. It can be. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. I actually 100%. don't know this. That's a good. Anything high can be problematic. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and anything everything too long. Anything too high. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Higher is not better. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. But honestly, like what I so while well, fixing those markers, obviously, in the end, you want people to also be telling you um, anecdotal symptoms too. Yeah. Just subjectively so how they, how they feel. And Whatever. Whatever. And then okay, like, let's think about another cycle. Right. So it's never going to be, but people, people won't come off. And that's a problem. Yeah, that is crazy. eh? It's a big problem. I used to definitely think like steroids
1: and performance-dancing drugs that they weren't, I just assumed they weren't until I had personal experience. I assumed they weren't addictive, but I can definitely see how they are. They are psychoactive to a degree, right? Like they do work on your mood. They they do do affect your mood. They affect behavior. They affect, yeah you know yeah you're uh, i don't know just like how you irritability depression sleep
0: things like that are yeah, all like, affected good well, or bad like to be honest you sometimes are like oh, i'm just angry at that guy and i'm like what do you do to I you? F- yeah I remember do you one time in the gym you're just like I, f- I remember one time you're just like oh these people are pissing me off and they didn't do anything or whatever this is embarrassing <laughs> sorry <laughs> I'm sure I've had this same I swear day. I rarely do that. you rarely but like if you're if you that's just have horrible. a day that's like, but it's just you're aware of it, yeah, yeah, and then you're aware of, oh, it's because of like I'm not just angry for no reason, right I'm, right. I'm, I'm uh, taking something that I'm almost that. like like lighting the I'm putting the lighter fluid in there, right, and then, oh, I caught a spark. do you
1: think like? the myth like not the myth the claim of roid rage like is that a thing because like
0: people talk about that is that a real thing yes but i think that if it's if someone's predisposition to being angry and being irritable it'll be worse for them yeah that makes sense yeah
1: right right they're more likely they're more likely to be be an angry violent person
0: whereas i feel like if Um, if it's someone who's more reserved and stuff, they might just be even more reserved, but that's their version of roid. Like they'll get upset and they'll just be quieter because they don't, they either don't want to blow up. Right. Or they're just like, well, this is how I deal with it before. So I'm just going to be even more. Yeah. Right.
1: That's that's personal
0: experience with.
1: Yeah. Especially with, um, Yeah. No, it is interesting because eh? uh, that is something that seems to be pretty common, especially in like the normie conversations of performance enhancing drugs and people that don't have experience around that. I think that's like a subject of or a topic of conversation. Mm. It's like roid rage. You take steroids and you get angry
0: <laughs> or <laughs> yeah. you take
1: too many. But
0: it's, it's yeah, I think it depends. I think it can make you
1: irritable if you don't. It can. If you're taking certain doses you feel of like, certain uh, compounds uh, that you don't. And then. Yeah.
0: If you're not aware of, that's why. I think that's the
1: importance of like understanding, trying to improve. If you do decide to take uh, Peds, you say, you is said, like
0: you said, do 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 do.
1: You said do-do. if you if you do 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 you said do 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 do. Sorry, if you do do. Sorry, go ahead. If you do 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 to decide to take Peds, it's like I think it's important to continually try and learn about how they work, and then pay attention to how you work with them. Yes. Because then you can figure out dosing. You can figure out compounds that do work for you, don't work for you, work less for you, work more for you, I will longer say, for you, I will less say this, time for you. I
0: will say this. Sometimes you feel like you have to feel a side effect to know it's working when you actually don't. Does that make sense?
1: No. No idea what you mean. Um. <laughs> Explain that.
0: Yes. I'm talking more for women, I think, here. Oh, okay. I feel like some women um, will ignore side effects, sterilization or whatever, mm-hmm. because they're like, well, this means it's, it's working or it's real. What do you mean? Um, How are
1: you ignoring it but then saying it's real? What do you mean?
0: Well, okay. Say a friend of mine was using one compound. And she was experiencing um, scratchiness in the throat. She was experiencing uh, the very severe irritability. Yeah. She was experiencing uh, not pleasant changes in her body. Yeah. But she says to herself, well, this is apparently the safest compound for women. So this must just mean that it's working. Right?
1: Oh, so she's Sometimes, not ignoring them. She's, she's.
0: Well, well, still ignoring it because. Oh, I get It's it, okay. like, it's like, no, like those aren't normal and you should stop that. I know what you're saying. She's
1: aware of them happening and then she chooses to ignore them. Yeah.
0: Like you need to stop. If yeah. you feel any of that, you need to stop right. because it shouldn't. If it's a good compound for you, it shouldn't. Um, It shouldn't. I almost shouldn't feel like anything
1: like the you could almost describe it like the deci- the desired effects and the, the negative side effects the unwanted effects that ratio should be skewed more and more towards desired effects yes. if it's a compound that works well for yes you. right yes that makes sense
0: so then this friend changed to something else and now is like wow I could feel this good you know what I mean so mm. anyways that's what I'll say about that I just thought it's interesting,
1: eh? Yeah. The um yeah, the weed and boost things though, interesting. Cause it's like it it is interesting how the same type of people typically that enjoy PEDs will also enjoy regular drinking or regular
0: marijuana. And then on occasion and sometimes regular like harder party drugs too. Yeah. I guess that's just a human thing though. But here's something interesting. With the big like, kick in, like, mental health awareness coming out, Um, I still feel like there's not enough support, maybe, in the bodybuilding. Because, like, a lot of bodybuilders are depressed. Right. Or are very anxious. Yeah. um, Or have severe body dysmorphia to an actual diagnosable level. Or have eating disorders. Or have... Any realm of mental health uh, diagnoses that I feel like it's 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 almost like the industry is like, well, society's dealing with that these days, so society can just deal with them. Where it's I don't feel like there's, I feel like the industry has to do a better job in like, and I'm not all for like babying people. Because I don't think that's what it is. I think it just, there needs to be support options because we've seen bodybuilders commit suicide because of their depression. And they're just not, they don't know where to turn. There's no options for them. They feel like no one will understand when little, like probably everyone will understand or at least a a high number that are in the community, community, right? Because you just want to feel... Understood at that point because by people who do what you do, yeah. right? Like, if I was to go and like talk to just some random on the street as a bodybuilder, they'd be like, I can't relate to you at all, right? Particularly, I guess,
1: if some of your issues stem through the sport. Yeah. Or because of or, it. Or, yeah,
0: either, yeah, because of it, or like, yeah, I mean, I guess people can develop issues while during it, but I feel like a lot of it comes from beforehand. Yeah. And then either they get elevated or they just don't go away. Yeah. And then there's just no like internal industry support for mental health. Yeah. When there's like clearly quite a lot going yeah. on. Yeah. So, I just think it would be cool to see within the next few years if there's a change on that and if um you know, presidents of organizations or someone comes in and is like, "Hey, this is actually just as much as it's an issue in society it's also an issue in, in our industry and we need to look after our own as well what we does need that to look like we need like, to what offer yeah we need to offer um, like i am sh- i guarantee you there's bodybuilders out there that are also therapists or psychotherapists or someone like why don't you know you get them into the industry and have them specifically just treating other bodybuilders right right because they will it's like when you find a really good doctor like you'll call them the bodybuilding doctor cuz they can read your blood work properly they can they know what an athlete is supposed to look like and do and what mm-hmm. so you'll bring the person who can do that for the mind right specifically so so support like that um i'm sure like people would be willing to volunteer just like you know like almost like a helpline thing like if people want to text like hey i'm I'm going to do something bad or whatever. Right. Sometimes they just need someone to talk to. Um, I think bodybuilders
1: are less likely to reach out to like conventional means.
0: Um, no, they're still humans.
1: Yeah. That's what I mean. I just think think they don't have, I just,
0: no, I think they will. I just don't think they, they don't think a regular therapist or a regular person will understand them at all. that's what I'm questioning.
1: That's what my question is, is like you, because of
0: that, you think they're less likely to reach out to conventional means. Yes. Conventional. Yes. Yeah. Because they won't feel understood. Okay. Because unless you've been doing this sport. Like they'd be more likely
1: to confide in someone for sure. Who's like, oh, I used to do that too. Or I still do that.
0: Yes. Yeah. Someone that's like, I will totally understand you. I've prepped 10 times. I've done this many shows. I've used stuff you're using. Yeah. Like, oh, perfect. So you know exactly how I feel. Mm -hmm. Then I think like some progress can be made.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, so I think it's just, it's just going to be interesting to see. Like, it's just something I've noticed. Right. And maybe, maybe there is some support out there that I don't know about. Yeah. Um, that's really cool if there is. Right. But I think that that's like a great and like, yeah, like a, a yeah. So, what I say, a helpline, a bodybuilding mm-hmm. therapist or psychotherapist or whatever. Yeah. Um, access to like maybe just behavioral therapies you can do on your own if you don't want to reach out to someone else because sometimes bodybuilders are are regimented right regimented dedicated if they wanted to if they're aware and they're like hey um i'm feeling this but i don't want to reach out to anyone but i want resources that i can do on my own right that I'll be regimented with that, right. that will help me.
1: Yeah. Like I'm independent. Right? I can probably do this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I think just access to resources that are geared, pun intended, towards bodybuilders. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. So
0: that's what I think. It'd be really cool to see. I think powerlifters need it too.
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't know if they feel as much as like misfits as bodybuilders, but like Maybe. they kind of are, but Bodybuilders may may like feel so Lucy because they're said visually they're visually different. Misfits. They may feel it more so. I'm not Lu- sure.
0: Lucy said the powerlifters are. No, no, they <laughs> are misfits. Yeah. I'm
1: saying they don't. I don't know if they entirely see themselves as that as maybe. much as bodybuilders. Yeah, maybe just because they're not as like uh, visually. Yeah. Different from the average person.
0: Yeah, like they are, but not as much as bodybuilders. Like no, 300 but you pound could spot, You could spot like, like a strong. Like we know some big Canadian powerlifter boys that are mm-hmm. visually like that dude's big, and not just yeah, but they just look fat. big. They don't look yeah, yeah. The Buying They just look yeah, big. Bodybuilding. Yeah. a different yeah, yeah. It's a different. Just
1: looks like a dude who benches a lot and goes to I
0: don't know the odd drive-through. <laughs> 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 you know, I can't remember the last drive-through I went. Probably just a Timmy's. Yeah, no, I haven't been through a drive. I went in two to years. I went to pick up my ring. And uh, right in front of where I parked was a Mary Brown's. Just cars, just. It's like 3 p.m. And the drive through is packed at Mary Brown's. That's wild.
1: Yeah, I've never been there.
0: No, I know. But that's yeah. just wild to me. Like these fast food restaurants just all day, all day.
1: So convenient. You don't have to get uh, out of your you car. You guys got
0: to eat healthier, man. I just can't. Boycott the
1: no. It's harder than that. It's harder than that. (laughs) It's gonna take more than that. It's too easy. They're everywhere. I know. You know.
0: Well, I'm boycotting them.
1: Yeah, it's okay. There's some good ones. Less bad ones. I mean, actually, you had a resource that's really good. Yeah,
0: yeah. There's lots of food that's
1: like fast food that isn't absolute. Yeah. You know, dog
0: shit. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And actually, like, I, I, I think I'm just referring to the actual ingredients. Yeah. Like any of the deep I feel the like, deep like they're fried. so, pro- the oils are crap. Just and fake the, food. And yeah. When really like you see on the, you know, when it's like um dieting and it's like oatmeal and peanut butter or whatever and it shows the calories and then yeah. it shows Big Mac and the Big Mac's actually less calories. Yeah. That's, that's cool in terms of calories in, calories out. But yeah. like in terms of like what you're actually putting in your body. Um, whoosh.
1: I've. I have an interesting idea when you were saying like different ideas to give people like bodybuilders access to mental health stuff. Mm-hmm. I think this, this already exists. Like I think like John Jewett and stuff like that type of that world of like uh PED education. So that's, that is already a thing, but more of stuff like that would be good. Right. Where yeah. it's like access to, I think like safer use models and stuff. Yep. Because like, how many people do you think, when it comes to their performance, dancing, drug use, at least bodybuilders, how many of them do you think are not honest about their dosages mm. when asked by colleagues or whoever?
0: Yeah, probably not a lot, but like some like to brag. <coughs> so some are like they like to brag how much they use? Yeah. Huh. So maybe some even inflate it. That's weird, eh? Because you like can weird, see but, the opposite people being but, like, Alex is telling us to be quiet. So I think we got to end this.
1: Okay. Wrap it
0: up. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll continue this.
1: Okay. Go to YouTube. You're watching this on YouTube. <laughs> go to YouTube. Hi Mom. Uh, Go like, subscribe, rate it. Uh, when you're on Spotify, when you're finished this episode, go rate it right away. It takes you like two seconds, three clicks. And then, uh, yeah, Send us some feedback. Send us some feedback. Comment @statebeat. below. Uh, it's too many. Okay. Too many too many. Just rate, like, subscribe. See you.
0: Bye.